Welcome to another episode of Social PR Secrets. Actually, this is the first episode of 2022. So happy new year if you're listening to this this week and happy week and happy month whenever you're listening to this. I was going to take a little hiatus for the month of January because I have a big project going on for Female Disruptors Virtual Summit, which is January 19th. But then I decided that is probably not the best idea and I need to keep going with my consistent podcasting schedule. So hello, it is January 5th, 2022. And today I wanted to share with you just some some of my feelings and some of my focus on the new year, but also new year. And that means that I have a new journal and the journal that I am going to be using for 2022 is called the Disruptors Planner. And I, Addison, is the one who is the founder of the Disruptors Planner, and you can find it at the disruptorsplanner.com. I'm going to put a picture of it in the show notes, but it's, it is a very unique planner slash journal slash physical notebook. It is not digital. It's a physical book that you carry around with you or have it on your nightstand or have it on your desk each day. And it is something that is very unique, but also something that has been around for a long time. So physical notebooks, journals, calendars on your desk, planners, whatever you want to call them, they were, they've always been a staple for those that are very dedicated to doing your daily to-do list, your weekly goals, your monthly goals, however you want to look at it. But there's a statistic I want to share with you. And that is when you write down your goals and you write down your things to do, the odds of reaching your goals increases by 42%. So that's a pretty big number and a pretty good reason to look at the art and science of keeping a journal and goal setting, and more importantly, physically writing something down. So I want to ask you, what does your planner look like? Do you plan in the digital world? Do you use Asana or do you use Google Calendar or some sort of an app? Or do you have a hybrid or do you mostly use a physical notebook? So I'll share with you what my daily planning looks like and weekly planning. So I carry around a notebook and I have a stack of notebooks from each year that are all different shapes and sizes. I like, I prefer to have a notebook that is a spiral bound notebook. And when it's sitting on the desk that it lays flat. And I also like certain pens. So I think it's super important to have a planner that you really love the feel of it. And you love the, the, the style, the size, even whether or not it has, if it's on lined paper or if it uses the dot type of system, or if it's just blank pages, you really have to resonate and really love working with your planner or your journal. And that's going to give you incentive to really feel good in writing things down. If you have this like annoying book or something that doesn't open up properly, or you have a pen that doesn't kind of like scribbly and running out of ink, I think it's going to have a negative impact on your results of actually keeping a a journal or keeping a daily planner. Um, So anyway, mine looks like in the past, before I got the the disruptors planner, I really love this brand called Bando and I get those from Amazon and I love them because they are binders and they also lay flat and they come with these um, really cool designs on the cover and cool affirmations. So the one that I'm looking at right now the cover of it says, be nice to yourself. 
So just some feel good reminders. And what I love about the disruptors planner that I'm using now is that I was so good at putting through throughout very consistently each day, each month, there's affirmations and quotes to help you stay motivated. And the very first page of this, the disruptors planner, it's the disruptors manifesto. So I'll just read it to you. It's I question, I disrupt, I break, I create, I lead, I command, I transcend my circumstances, I redefine norms, I believe magic happens outside my comfort zone. And I am a proud disruptor. And I signed my name, Lisa Byer. And that's the very first page of the disruptors planner. And then if you keep going, there's a little bit about I, the author, the, the creator of the planner, and a little bit about she's created a disruptor community, a Facebook group, which I love and I'm part of. And then before we get into the year, it's already January 5th, but it's never too late to start your planner. She talks about smart versus stretch goals. So SMART goals are goals that you know you can accomplish. They are created by following the SMART acronym of specific, measurable, achievable, realistic, and time-bound. So that's an acronym that I'm very familiar with when it comes to coming up with strategic planning for social media and PR that we always like to have SMART goals that are specific, measurable, achievable, realistic, and time-bound. But then we also look at stretch goals. So stretch goals are those that you're not sure you can accomplish. They even feel a bit scary, yet they stretch your imagination and encourage you to dream big and step outside your comfort zone. So that's one thing that I feel like I've been lacking on my daily planning on my journal is that I don't really include stretch goals. I include things I need to do that week, that day, goals for the week, my one thing that I need to accomplish that's based on the book, The One Thing. If you haven't read it, I highly recommend it. So I'm going to include stretch goals. And you know, I'm going to be honest with you, it's January 5th, I've had this planner for about two weeks. And I thought for sure I would be starting it December 30th, December 31st. And I've been honestly procrastinating for a couple of reasons. It's scary to write down your goals and write down your bucket list and break up your goals into these categories like business and career goals, education goals, relationship goals, health goals, personal growth goals, fun and recreation goals, financial goals, and then spirituality goals. And then to have a SMART goal for each one of those and a stretch goal. It's kind of intimidating because all of a sudden you're committing. But guess what? Once you commit and write things down, the chances of that actually happening drastically increase. There's also a page that I'm gonna fill out about my bucket list for 2022 and the year's plan to tr transform when it comes to goals, actions, obstacles, and my why. And figuring out your personal why, whether you're a personal brand or a business brand, that is super important. And then it starts with my Q1 preview. So what's gonna happen? What am I looking at for January, February, and March? And what is my Q1 theme? And what are some of my Q1 goals and my brainstorming and some of my ideas? So I can tell you right away, my Q1 preview for January, my focus is laser sharp on the Female Disruptors Virtual Summit. And one of my other goals is I'm working with my daughter on our NFT collection, and that is inspired by Female Buddha. My goals for February and March are going to be a result of the Female Disruptors Virtual Summit, and I hope to attract 
and connect and collaborate with female brands that want to work with me on a mastermind type of scenario. And I'm going to be announcing that in the next couple of days. So yes, I'm looking at creating a tribe of female disruptors that we can work together and I can share them how share with them how to be a female disruptor in a six month mastermind. Whoa, I just said that Q1 preview and I didn't even have it written down. So I put it out there to the universe. And I'm just going to go through January and, and what we have looking at January. So there's weekly goals and you have daily goals. And then we have our daily, um, which would be look like our daily sheet. So today for January 5th, I would write down my priorities for today, which is recording this podcast. And in about six minutes, I'm going to be interviewing Cassie Mueller for the Female Disruptors Virtual Summit. My to-dos for the day, my, my wins, and what am I grateful for? So that's something that I think a lot of planners probably don't have unless you write it in yourself, looking at affirmations and how could I have made today even better? So those are some great little buckets to have on your planner, whether you're using the disruptors planner or your own planner. And like I said, I've used different planners throughout the years, different shapes and forms, but the consistency I like are that they're spiral bound, that they, they are, they can lay flat. I can number one, very important travel with them easily. So I can just throw them in my purse, throw them in my bag and they're, you know, they travel well with me. So, you know, when you use a planner, it helps with your daily habits. It helps you meet your daily goals. And what I really love about having a physical planner is that you really can't rely on digital. And there is a power to the written word that you can't get from digital. A couple of reminders that getting it done is always better than getting it perfect. So don't worry about filling or checking out all the checking off all of those boxes on the planner. You know, if your planner has six different categories that you want to check, you want to make sure you fill in and you only do one or two one day, that's okay. As long as you, I, my, I like the saying done is better than none. And then investing in good tools that can save you time and money. So a planner can be anything from a legal pad to maybe one of these planners from um, Bando from Amazon, which I think costs like $8 or the disruptors planner, I believe is about $69.99. It might, might, might be a little bit less depending on um, if there's a promo going on. So what I like about my daily journal is that every sheet I treat as a new day. So I might have, I write at the very top of my, my planner, my journal, you know, today I would, I would write Wednesday, January 5th and look at what are my things to do today. And I carry over what I didn't do yesterday over to the next day. It makes me feel accomplished. It helps me remember um, writing things down is proven to help, help you achieve your to-dos, your goals, and your priorities. And I'm just going to go through reasons why writing things down in your journal or, you know, in whatever type of notebook you're using is it increases your motivation. It improves your auto recall. So it really helps your brain. There's a neuroscience behind writing things down. So when you write things down, it helps your brain remember those things. And it, and it almost like transcribes it in your brain. 
writing things down, especially your goals, helps you concentrate your efforts. It makes your dreams more concrete. It helps you tap into the full potential of your brain. And we can't forget the science that increases the odds of reaching your goal by 42%. That's huge. It helps. It is what many achievers do. So if you, if, you know, there's been plenty of studies on, you know, what are, what are some of the common denominators of the most successful people, the highest achievers, they write down their goals. They have daily habits that are, that are in writing. They have mantras, they have journals. So you know, if you're striving to do something, you need to back into it by the year, by the month, by the week, by the day, even by the hour and write that down, document it. And by doing this, by writing down your goals, this means it can actually facilitate more happiness in your life. That is the truth. So one exercise I did that I want to share with you, I did this last year at the beginning of 2021. And that was this exercise I did by one of my, my friends, Elliot Rowe, and he, he's the founder of the app called prime mind. And I'm going to put the PDF of this in the show notes, but I'm just going to kind of quickly run through. I'm going to quickly run through the exercise that I did that really, I haven't done it yet for 2022. I'm about to do it tonight. Recording this podcast is really motivating me, but before I do my goals for 2022, I want to review my 2021. So review your year. So make a list on the left side is what went well on the right side is what didn't go well. And on the right, on the left side, what went well, go through each month, start with January of 2021 and write three things that went well. And then on the right side under January, write three things that didn't go well. If you only have two, that's okay. If you have four, that's okay too. Try to just keep it to three and go down the list and list out each month and three things that went well and three things that didn't go well. At the end of the list, so when you've done each month in review for last year, look at that list and describe the that list describe the positive in one word. So sum up your positive for the year in one word, and then describe the negative in one word. So I'm just going to share with you from 2020. This was what I did a year ago. When I did my year in review of 2020, my one positive word for 2020 was my, that was my year of accomplished. I was, I felt accomplished in 2020. My negative in one word was the word destructive. That was my year of destruction. So it's pretty interesting that I had a very destructive year in 2020, and I also had a very accomplished year. So super interesting way to look at analyzing your year. And I just wanted to share this with you so it could hopefully motivate you, whether you're doing your your goals for um, 2022, for business or for your personal brand. But it's an exercise that I think is helpful and useful to everyone. And it really helps you also document and see everything in writing, what you did accomplish, which you forget. So with that, I thank you for tuning in. And I hope that your 2022 has started off in a very positive way and positive thinking will lead to positive things. So with that, namaste and happy new year. 
Thank you for listening to this episode of Social PR Secrets. If you like what you heard, check out the book on Amazon or follow our blog at socialprsecrets.com. This episode was sponsored by The Buyer Group, a social PR agency striving to keep our balance in the digital world, practicing public relations, social media, and search marketing, while occasionally drinking a glass of wine or two for the best creativity and results. Thank you all for tuning in. 